Hey there, welcome to The Career Prescription. I'm your host, Marjorie Stiegler. This podcast is all about the important stuff they don't teach you in medical school, about how to treat your career like the business it really is, and how to be strategic about your success. You deserve to love your work, and whether that's academic, private practice, non-clinical, or even entrepreneurial, this podcast will help you get ahead and do more of what you love. Every episode is inspired by questions from listeners just like you. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And of course, send me your questions so I can use them for a future episode. Are you ready? Let's get into it. Hey guys, what's up? Today we're going to be talking about what to do with bad online reviews. So for many physicians, this is a huge thorn in the side because even just one bad online review can really mess up your whole uh, first page search results and your online reputation. So I'm Marjorie Stiegler. I'm a physician. I'm a social media expert, digital strategist for healthcare. So I wanted to give you guys three tips on what to definitely not do If you find uh, when you're doing your audit, and you should, when you do a periodic audit of what you look like online, when you find a bad review, these are three things to not do. And I see a lot of people doing them, which is why I bring it up, not do them. And three things you can consider doing. Now, first I should mention, I am not an attorney and nor do I know your specific situation or the laws in your state or what have you. So take this as the education it's intended. And if you find yourself in a sticky situation, go get individualized professional advice. But let's dig into it now. Three things to not do. The number one thing that you should not do is take your frustrations and go vent them on the internet. Now, even if you think you're in a private Facebook group or a private LinkedIn group, it's secret, it's all your colleagues, and you can just speak freely, we all know that nothing's really private. Nothing is uh, something that is truly secret. Anyone can take a screenshot and share it around. I don't know why your colleagues would do that, but we know it happens. Anyone can do that in the same way that anybody could forward an email that you sent them, or frankly, even take a picture of a handwritten letter and send it around. So you should consider everything to be public and to be permanent. Do not, it will just reflect poorly on you. If you get on Facebook or you get on Twitter or you get anywhere and start kind of complaining, even if everyone would understand. You know, a lot of times things happen to our patients that really aren't within our control. And so it feels bad if they leave us a review about something that we couldn't do anything about anyway. Or if the person's confused and they've got the wrong doctor with a similar name, that also is troublesome, right? There are a lot of legitimate reasons that you might feel really frustrated but it does not help you to take it out in a public forum online, even if you think that public forum is private. So I strongly, strongly discourage you. There's just no way to vent that frustration and come out looking like the caring professional that you are. Okay, number two, this I see a lot in in a lot of conversation groups. Again, those private discussion groups, people are asking family and friends to go write favorable reviews to sort of counterbalance this negative review. Do not do that. I mean, for one thing, it's not ethical. For another, it's going to be obvious because people will be able to see that perhaps, you know, given the, depending on the platform, that there's a wide variety of geographical distribution, right? Maybe not all of these people actually live near your practice. They aren't likely to be true patients. 
also they'll be able to see that they all kind of flooded in on the same day or a couple days in a row. So it's going to be sort of see-through and that is a real bad problem for your credibility because now you have a, a bad review that may or may not be fair and you sort of you know, added a layer of, of ethical trouble by manufacturing reviews. So do not do that even, and, and don't uh, allow your family and friends if they ask, because sometimes they're very well intended. And if you're telling them your story about your day, they'll say, oh, I'll go write something. Please just ask them not to do that. It really doesn't help you. You can't fight fire with fire that way. And it, it is a, it's a credibility problem and unethical. So don't do that, right? Do not manufacture reviews. Then the, the final thing is, you know, depending again on the review platform, sometimes you can leave comments and you could respond to the person's review. Now, do not engage in any kind of back and forth mudslinging around whatever it has been said about you or your practice. And for one thing, you will not win. Absolutely, you will just end up looking like, like not the professional that you are because it's just very hard to have that kind of conversation you know, in text without a sort of face-to-face -face, and people don't know you. So when they read your response, your response is going to show some of your frustration and you don't wanna be having sort of a debate with someone about their experience. Their experience is their experience, right? That's, that's how it was for them. Also, you may inadvertently disclose additional protected patient information if you do that. So do not do it. Uh, it's, it's only gonna make it worse. It's, I think, a terrible idea to get on and do any kind of back and forth with the person who has posted, except for the one case that I'm about to get to. But for a recap, number one, do not go venting your frustrations online, even to colleagues, friends, and in a private room. Number two, do not ask for or allow anyone to manufacture uh, favorable reviews for you. And number three, do not get into back and forth mudslinging there, any kind of debate with the customer or the patient or the client on the rating review site. What can you do? Here are three things you could do. And again, this is not individualized advice. It's certainly not legal advice. So you wanna make your own decision, but you can consider these things, right? One thing that I think can be very effective is to leave a comment, if you can, something to the along the lines that says, I'm so sorry to hear about your experience. This falls well short of what we intend to uh, provide to our patients or our clients. Please contact our office at and then you provide a phone number or an email, something that is a legitimate way to contact the office so that we can hear about it and make it right. So if you say something like that, a couple of things may happen. Number one, they might call you, which is actually really super. It might sound like something you're not looking forward to, but presuming that you are a caring and professional physician, you do want for your patients to have a good experience, right? So if something happened, even if it's outside your direct control, you probably like to hear about it. That's just good service. So it's feedback, it will be helpful, even if it's constructive feedback, and maybe it reflects that your office staff or you were having a bad day and came across in a way you didn't mean, or maybe there's something that can be changed. So you're gonna get great feedback and that's gonna make you uh, better able to provide a great experience for everybody else. The second thing is even if they do not contact you, and likely they won't, you have also just shown the rest of the world that you are a caring professional person, right? Because you've left a comment that shows that you do indeed care and that you have offered to, you know, the best way that you can to make it right. Now, it's purposefully, you know, appropriately sort of vague language because, again, we don't want to confirm, oh, yes, I remember when I saw you last Tuesday. You know, you don't want to confirm or, or get into anything that could reveal additional information about the patient. 
or even if you think you didn't see that patient and that they're mixed up and confused. You know, you don't want to get into facts, but what you do want to do is let people know that you care how people feel and how they experience a visit with you. And so you have said so. You've apologized, and not necessarily for anything that was within your control, right? I'm, I'm just saying for the experience that they had and that it falls well short of your intentions or your office's intentions and that you'd like to hear more about it. So anyone who's reading that negative review is then going to see your response, which reflects favorably on you whether or not the person bothers to call you back. Now, as a bonus, it's possible, and I would never ask anyone to do this, but it's possible that if they do call you, and you have a uh, conversation that is productive, they might change their mind and they might decide to take down that negative review. That's certainly a possibility as well. I would certainly, again, even if you're having a great conversation, I would never, never, never ask anyone to do that. But we have all seen just as consumers that sometimes a person will leave a really negative review and then they'll come back to either amend it later to say, oh no, after I left this, I was taken care of and everything is right with the world. Or they may decide oh, this was sort of rash on my part and unfair and doesn't reflect well, you know, and it's not really correct. So now I'm going to take it down. They're really the only person who has the power to do that short of litigation, which is outside the scope of this video. So that's why I recommend maybe leaving a comment like that if you can. The other thing that you want to do is make it really easy for your patients in general to leave you reviews. So perhaps on the way out of the office, you know, set up an iPad. Uh, or some other type of email follow-up, or something that makes it really easy for your customers, your clients, your patients to leave reviews. Now, you never ask anyone for a favorable review. You just ask for a review. And a lot of times, people will give you really good information, but also, they will know that you care. They will know that you care about their experience. And that, in and of itself, will make them perhaps more inclined to leave you a favorable review and to be understanding that, yeah, sometimes there's a wait, sometimes there's a parking hassle, right? Not everything always goes perfectly, but they will know that you care about them and you'll have increased the chances of getting other reviews. Because this is really just not top of mind for most of your patients. They're not thinking about, oh, I should really do this person uh, you know, a review online because that would really be beneficial to them or it would help other patients deciding whether or not to go to them. A lot of people just simply aren't doing that. It's not top of mind. So you need to just make it really, really easy for people to leave reviews. Some of it might be critical and that's fine. The more the information that you have, the better and the more it will represent how your practice truly is. And then the final thing that you can do naturally is you can curate your search results, right? You, It's not just willy-nilly what shows up on Google. It really depends quite a bit about your deliberate online strategy. So if you see that all that's going on in the first couple of pages of the Google search results are these physician rating websites, then you, my friend, are doing it wrong. There is a lot you can do to make sure that your best professional self is put front and center, right? All of your major accomplishments, the things that you offer, the things that you do, all of your contributions, the best things that are sitting there on your CV or resume right now, or maybe even on your, on your website for your business, but people aren't finding them online because you aren't deploying an effective strategy. So if that's you, if that's the case, you can click the link here in this description. I'll send you a free five-day email course all about sort of the basics of online strategy so you can kind of get that buttoned up. It's really important because information is out there. It's true. It's real. It exists, but no one sees it unless you help Google to show it to the people who are looking for information about you. And this is not hard to do. 
It's just something that you have to do with some deliberateness and sort of over the long term, so it's not immediate. Now, I mentioned that litigation is totally outside the scope of this video. If someone has put up something that's totally factually incorrect and is truly ruining your reputation, it is not impossible that you can get an attorney, and I don't even know, maybe have success in getting it taken down if you can even find out who it is. Um, and again, I, that'll cost you money, and I have no idea whether you can recoup those legal expenses. So if you're in a serious situation like that, that's a conversation for you and your attorney. But in a nutshell now, remember, here are three things you do not do. You do not vent online, you do not manufacture favorable reviews, and you do not get into back and forth about facts or mudslinging with the patient on the review site. But you do leave a comment that shows that you are a caring professional and that you wanna make it right. You do make it easy for other patients to leave reviews, whether favorable or not, about you in the future so that the reviews will reflect the totality of your practice, and you do want to take a more active role in curating what shows up on those first few pages of your search engine results. So if this video was helpful to you, make sure you share it with friends. Go ahead and hit the subscribe or the notification or the follow button, depending upon where we are having this conversation, because it is going to be on both Facebook, on YouTube. You might even see it on IGTV. So make sure that you uh, tune in so that you can see I'm always giving out information like this, videos like this, at least once a week. So if you're in healthcare and you are interested in digital strategy, you're going to want to be tuning in. So please do that. And I will look forward to seeing you on the next. Thanks for joining me on this episode of The Career Prescription. Please be sure to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast player you're using to listen today, and be sure to send me your questions so that I can answer them and give you a shout out on a future episode. Bye for now.